Is this far enough away? No. Is this the right corner? No. What about this one? No, but this is the random rant generator. I'm one of your hosts. This is Agent C and this is Jamiroquai. One of those was an MIB reference. What are we talking about? You know what? Today we're going to talk about the umbrella term of aliens. And, uh, you know, I think I'd like to start us off with, uh, you know, just, you know, not necessarily gray men, because that's what a lot of people think about. Yeah. Uh, when, when talking about aliens, they think about gray men and flying saucers. But mm. to me, that's a really misguided uh, Hollywood perspective. Yeah. That's a very singular idea of what it could yeah. be. Yeah. So narrowed down, so yeah. in a box. Um, you know, to me, aliens could be anything ranging from microorganisms to yeah. uh, squids, octopi, and uh, humans yeah. that even look and sound and are indistinguishable from us. Uh, so, yeah. you know, along those lines, UFOs as well, mm-hmm. unidentified flying objects, Um I think this is something that you could, you'll really get off on, uh, Agent. I think the number one misconception about UFOs, for example, is that they're otherworldly. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of uh, room for UFOs to be all sorts of things uh, yeah. from like a private craft, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to something alien related or interdimensional or, or inner inner. Uh, uh, dimensional fucking of the consciousness, you know, of what yeah. might consider one, what one might consider the soul. Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. not trying to get too science. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. But yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly because it could easily be something as much as what we also uh, correlate to ghosts. And yeah, all sorts of paranormal everything. Mm-hmm. We just don't really explore all that much. Mm. All I know is most things I see flying are UFOs because I'm bad at taxonomy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. If you can't label it, it's a UFO. So Yeah, that's fair. They also have another term. I think it's AFO or something. Like uh, absentee. I don't fucking know. But they, they did bring out a new category that they're trying to like implement instead sure. of UFO for a more accurate description of sure. what they might and, find. And to the point that Jamiroquai just made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to the point that Jamiroquai made, uh, you know, the taxonomy of it is is a huge, huge roadblock because any sufficiently advanced technology is is easily regarded as and is you know indistinguishable from magic. Yeah, well, yeah, that's actually like the one of the things they talk about in like science fiction is that well, exactly what you said. Anything that's like beyond our current technology can just might as well be magic. Yeah. I mean, you imagine taking a cell phone to the 1950s, you might still be burned at the stake for being a witch. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, it's 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 my. I mean, if we if we've advanced in just, I mean. Just the last twenty years, but that's that's just like little 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 bitty shit. If we talk talk about the last fifty fucking years, yeah, completely different worlds. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. still have to you you still had to fucking you know send letters and you can only really call people on the phone. I don't even think they had voicemail until the nineties. Right. So like you you talk about someone uh, a civilization that might be a thousand years uh, uh, older just a thousand let alone the possibility of there being millions and billions of year old fucking species out there that may still be around today yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it, it, it they could be fucking just like 
time traveling, inter interdimensionary fucking uh, traveling fucking species, and we'll never know that they exist. Absolutely. Or hell, they could even not know we exist. And uh, but they could also do know we exist, or uh, we exist, and have been visiting us for ages. Check out my book, Aliens Are Among Us. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And, you know, if they were, if they did know about us, I don't see why they would be. Like, hey, bro, see, what's up? You know, yeah, like, what right. do we have to offer? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, yeah, we, we have a high opinion. Or, that's that's one of the fallbacks of humanity in general is how high of our of an opinion we have of ourselves. Because, yeah. I mean, we 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 literally not to say that humans aren't unique and they aren't, you know, fascinating in their own right. But, I mean, yeah. you compare if if there is shit going down like Mass Effect, you know what I mean? Like humans would have to get up to that level before they're even considered to be part of that galaxy. I mean, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, because I mean, like, okay, it, 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 you take it taking a perspective, like as comparison to the slums versus uh, uh, arist uh, aristocrat uh, aristocrats and shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're worlds a fucking part, and for to get from the slums to Arist aristocracy, or even or uh, 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 even back, is like it's 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 a fucking it's a, it's a goddamn struggle. But they're not going to interact with each other on a day to day basis. You know what no, I mean? No. We might as well be the slums of the fucking universe. You know what I mean? And then it's like you know we just have to fucking build our own, like get our own shit together before we try to try spreading our Yo. shit to other fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. If if we are in your in your scenario. If we are the slums, why would the aristocracy come down and interact right. with us? They've they, got no, we no have nothing to give except slavery, and that yeah. is also a possibility. That and in fact, and in fact, they're motivated to not. Right. You know. Right. Because like, we're assholes. Mm, we'd rather keep that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, we're we're like you like uh, I mean yeah like uh, you you literally shoot at each other like every other day like, like go sit in the corner. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's like you shoot at people for being a different color than you. Like we got like tentacles and shit like that. Like we we know Cthulhu. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no fucking way there ain't shit gonna be happening. You know? Yeah. 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 We're not landing, y'all. You're you're not ready for Cthulhu fatigue. Yeah. 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 Right. You, yeah. you know, you know, one of the theories I heard. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll say this, and, and if we want, we can talk about different types that I that I have heard of. Um, but one of the theories I heard is that humans are actually um, because they're so unique compared to the uh, compared to the other animals uh, around the planet. I mean, primates aside, like the level of evolutionary like steps it had to take would have fucking been like. A long fucking time, like thousands of years, like from sure. the point of dinosaurs becoming birds and shit. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's that's the level of intelligence we have as compared to like you know uh, primates and shit like that. So like there's there's a theory that you know aliens developed a species of their own similar that would be able to uh, um, interact with the rest of the world with 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 fucking ease, and then put them on the plant so that they can mine minerals and give them to their gods and whatnot. And that's why there's there's a lot of like thought I, I still believe gods and shit exist but there's also a possibility that again like what you're saying earlier if they've got fucking technology that they can beam them from the sun to like fucking earth in like a moment and like you know like that's 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 godly magic oh, excuse me like that's that's un, unworldly and, and 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 damn near godly if anything you know what i mean like that's fucking insane you know? yeah yeah I mean, if we look at the definition of paranormal, 
para just means anything aside from. Yeah. A lot of it, people as- ascribe paranormal to like ghosts and things. But, yeah. But I would like to use it to just describe generally like you're saying. It's just like, okay, that is now, that's now crossed into paranormal. That's yeah. not within our realm of experience. Yeah. And so everything else, it, it's indistinguishable. Yeah. Um, and a big part of that goes back to, you know, UFOs, for mm. example. It's like, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be all obtuse and just be like, it could be out there. I just but mean, like, we can't tell. There, yeah, yeah. Something you said uh, in, in another episode that we recorded, it, uh, or maybe it was you, Jamiroquai, I can't remember, but um, it was <laughs> said that the, yeah. okay. the yeah. first Americans could not tell when... A boat came to their shores because they didn't know. Right? Yeah. No, that was. I did say that. Yeah. They didn't even know to look for it. They had to adjust their eyes. They had to adjust their sight. Mm -hmm. They had to open a new eye to actually be able to see that shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's that's real shit. So I mean, we can look up in the space. But, I mean, it could be, it, it doesn't even have to just be that, because we've seen so many fucking aliens and shit depicted on TV. There's a possibility we're able to see a little bit more than we sure. we were before and after sight and shit like that, you know what I mean? Sure. But, like, um, I mean, fuck, if they can teleport and shit like that and, like, fucking, like, do all this shit that we can imagine, which, I mean, most of it is possible. I don't fucking know. But probably. there's a probably, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance they also have, like, invisibility shit, you know what I mean? Like, right. we have right. stealth planes, we have stealth bombers, and we also have, like, fucking mildly, I mean, they're not perfect, they're not Metal Gear shit and whatnot, <laughs> but we have mild stealth technology, where they have, you've seen that cloak where, you know, it photo projects, yeah. like, from both sides yeah, and shit, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Did I mean, you see, uh, did you see there's, um, this... This, ah, oh, dang, I know he's a professor in Israel who came out and said, it was just last week, said that we've been in contact with aliens for a long time. Oh, shit! And yes! That, and that's why Trump started the, uh, Space galactic, Force? Oh, because yeah, he's a fucking, Force. yeah. This guy, well, this yeah. guy was, that was something that he used to strengthen what he said. And yeah. when asked, why are you talking about this now? He said, because I'm at a point in my career in which I'm able. He used to be one of the, um, I can look it up, but he was one of the Israeli defense people. He was like, mm. he was like high ranking. Now that he's retired, he's got some clout in the academic world. He knows, this is his story. He knows. You know, nobody's going to just say, I'm just this crazy old guy. I'm right. just out here telling y'all that the reason that this has been hidden from us is because we're not ready. Yeah. And our governments yeah. have been in contact for a long time. Yeah. Now, well, I mean, can, you can yeah. choose to believe it or not, but I all mean, I know is that I don't have any reason to not trust that guy. No, I have no reason. <laughs> I mean, there, I have no reason to believe that they haven't been in contact. You know what yeah. I mean? Period. I mean, yeah. even even on an individual basis, like abductions aside, like I've literally met people who said they communicate uh, psychic, uh, psychic, psychically, yeah, psychically communicate with fucking aliens and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. monks were talking about uh, 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 speaking about yeah, like like you know fucking. Spiritually contacting aliens and shit like that. Like, there's, there's. Tesla said he communicated with them. Which one? Well, who? Nikola Tesla. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. He was like very adamant about that. He was able to communicate with aliens, and people were just like, "You are batshit crazy." <laughs> I mean, it as you do that, he married a pigeon. So, well. I'm going to need to see the marriage certificate. <laughs> him holding two forms of ID. that. <laughs> He also, I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of legends. It was in the U.S. No, um, but no, he fell in love with a pigeon, and 
Well, I mean, he was scared of everything else. It makes sense. Although he was also a germaphobe, so that makes less sense. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. I mean, he was definitely a savant. So, well, yeah. I mean, he he also. I, I've also heard him talk, or heard people talk about him making an earthquake machine. Like, I mean, you can you can be mm-hmm. you can be legitimately crazy and know exactly what you're fucking talking about. So, I, 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 fuck, I don't know. So he also made a death machine that he used to pay for. I, I just want to. I'm just gonna. Okay, I'm gonna take it a step back. How, how how easy do you think it is to make a death machine? I feel like most things can be considered a death Pretty machine, easy. right? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. But no, on go, what kind but, of death machine? No, fair no. enough. What does he do? Lasers? No. It just it's just fucking hard to. It's a death note. So you could say he made a death note. No. So basically, so Nicola, he made nothing. It was just a bunch of random computer parts. But he convinced him it was a death machine to pay off his room so he could stay for the night. That's fucking funny. They were funny. too terrified to open it up. Oh well, or that so makes sense. He's Nikola Tesla. What are you gonna fuck? He says he made a death machine. The man made a fucking death machine. I don't fucking know. And that's <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. largely my point. Yeah, is that Nikola Tesla has knowledge and firsthand experience with that that far surpasses my own. Yeah. And yeah. so unless yeah. I have the knowledge to prove otherwise, right. it's up to me to. Uh, at least somewhat believe and roll with yeah. his lived experience. So if he tells me he's communicating with aliens, I'm like, right. do they have anything to say to me? Well, see, and that's... Are you, like, is there a reason you're coming to me with this? Because right. maybe I should know something. Right. But if he's just like, nope, just wanted you to know, I'm just going to like, okay, that's yeah. your experience. I just, wanted, yeah, yeah. I just wanted the word to be out there. We got to be... Like, just, just think about it. Sure, yeah, I mean, just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, a, that's the other thing. Like, the other thing about it is, I mean... Donald Trump aside, he is the second person to, like, have a space military. You know what I mean? Or trying to make a space military. There was, what, mm-hmm. Ronald, was it Ronald Reagan or who wanted to make space uh, Star Wars? Or was it... Star Wars was not a space thing. It was, it was a satellite thing that was to deter nuclear missiles. I mean, you Star can say... Star Wars was not... Ex- I, you know, fighting off. The well, there planet. was also there was there was also space program. That's what he told you it wasn't, anyways. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, space. <laughs> With what I've read that's been declassified about it, it seems like it was a satellite program. To that's fair, but I mean, aliens got nukes too. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't say aliens nukes. That's a good fucking question. Because yeah. if you can flay a guy's mind with your brain with just a well, thought, why like they can do that. I mean, I said if I didn't say they could. I mean, if you can yeah. literally, if you had We're the power of limitless force. possibilities here, don't limit right. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jameer, Dude. that's why you're in the corner. <laughs> Ain't no can heat in those heels tonight, boy. Yeah. That was a, that was a reference. Anyway, so I just want to go down the, the, the quick, uh, a quick list of types of aliens in, in which okay. I have, um, learned about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like we mentioned before, there's the greys. Those are the little green slash gray men that are in those, like, bubble spaceships that fly around. Those are the ones that, the most famous ones, you know what I mean? They, they're, they're... Hollywood. Yeah. Um, the story, and I also have some, some, some backstory yeah, yeah. for the greys. So the story of the greys is that their original home planet was Mars, 
and they completely annihilated it in like a giant warfare. They basically advanced way faster than uh, was like the planet could maintain, and they destroyed it. And have kind of just been in spaceships for the last fucking what you call it years. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. more known for their like psychic shit. Like they're more uh, prone uh, and and like technology. Um, but they're also the ones considered the closest to our, or some of the closest ones to our, to our, to our region. Probably the ones we will interact with most with. Then there's, there's all kinds of these, like, that's the, that's sort of like the physical apparition uh, of the aliens. What we first think about is like, oh, it's like they're, 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 if we if we saw them, they they came down in their spaceships. We would know they were fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Yeah, the stereotype of aliens. Right. Yeah, sure. And and then they have then there's the psychic aliens. You know what I mean? The the aliens that exist in the mind space. These are fucking like kind of like fairies and shit. They live in like dreams and like you know your thoughts and shit like mm-hmm. that. They're kind of like like microbes and in some in some sense are like brain microbes and. Fucking like space bacteria and shit like that, like fucking you know, like the the, the shit, the, the little the little bitty the, the little bitty uh, uh, fucking uh, bits where it's like there's life up there, but it's not really life, you know what I mean? Yeah, that kind mm-hmm. of shit. And there's the spirit ones. The spirit ones are like, I don't know. They're Have an ethereal body, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, if it, well, those are the ones that you might confuse as like fucking ghosts, or like those those little those little fucking you know those rods, those little white spinny rods, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, like the you know, shit like that, where you can only really see it in like like a certain kind of context. You know what I mean? You know, some shit like that. And my favorite ones, and which ones I definitely believe in, are the dimensional ones. Those are fucking. That's where your Cthulhu's and your fucking space slugs and all the fucking wild shit, like you know, kind of, uh, 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 kind of fucking lives. You know what I mean? It's like it's right there, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like you, you yeah. basically have to be there to like know it's there. It's not just like you can catch. I mean, technically you can't. I mean, a lot, a lot of people say like meditation and psychedelics and shit like that will enhance your ability to see uh, see that shit. Now. <laughs> I'm not one to promote psychedelics, but I have done a lot of psychedelics, <laughs> and and I, I would say that I definitely believe I believe in there's 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 definitely like the fucking you know the brainy ones the ones who have civilizations who have generations who have history who have communication who actually like convey their ideas and thoughts to humans and humans convey their thoughts to theirs and then there's wild fucking animals you know I mean, I mean you know intellectual. To the point of, like, wild fucking animals are intellectually, you know what I mean? Like, highly adaptive, like fucking those little fucking little space bugs, those, those, uh, water bears. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, or, 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 like, you know, they're just, like, fucking, like, I mean, existing, like, the fucking, you know, dimensions and shit like that, but... Yeah, those are the, 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 the those are, I have, oh, well, I, I would say I've also, I, 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 I'm gonna leave this up for 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 more of a, a pondering, but I believe I have had communication with alien species of, of different types and flavors. But water bears are called tardigrades, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I fucking knew it yeah, had grade in my, the name. It's one of my favorite words, so I had to look it up real quick. Tardigrades. That's a great yeah. word. That's every. That's all. That's all the all the good letters. You got D's. You got your B's. Yeah. Wait, no. Do you have it? Got yeah. the R D together. R B. Yeah. Tardigrade. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think to your point, 
you know, when you when you mention psychedelics and meditation, there's um, there's a certain level of mindfulness that occurs uh, right. that I would like to take a moment to separate from. Um, like, for example, dolphins are self-aware. Yeah. They are sentient beings. What else is... There's another animal. Octopi. And then anything else you can think of? Well, they're sentient. Like self-aware. They have self-awareness. Rats. So, we've got all these <laughs> things. Yeah. Pigeons. Gu- guinea guinea pigs? Pigeons. pigeons do. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. the point I'm making is that... Um, humans mm-hmm. will sit and meditate whereas these other animals uh lack a certain amount of culture where that's a thing yeah and the, and a similar thing you know if you if you're familiar with like the stone date theory mm-hmm. um it's kind of like what you're saying like there's this theory that uh you know I'm going to give it a a, a bang up uh, summary but a uh, monkey <laughs> ate a mushroom and that's where like humans became a thing oh from, yeah you that's know, actually we okay. suddenly became self-aware we suddenly had a different grasp on reality and i'm just trying to bring this back to meditation we you're just not going to see a rat sitting there trying to clear its mind yes. of this intellectual need to scurry, 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 gather right. food, scurry, 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 mate. There's, yeah. there's, it's not going to happen. Right. And so the act of taking a moment to be mindful is something that I feel like really kind of separates us. And if there are aliens or some sort of uh, other being out there that is able to, like you're saying, uh, suddenly... Uh, transit dimensions, yeah. transit space time. Yeah. I, I, it just doesn't seem like very far reach to me that they're doing some things in a dimension that we just don't have an experience with. Right. And I think that meditation and psychedelics and lots of things actually yeah. uh, technology us, itself, yeah, give us glimpses into that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Technology itself, they give oh. us glimpses into that. I love to ask people about. Uh, like, for example, I love to hear stories from people about, have you ever experienced shock? Shock? Bodily shock. Like high-voltage electricity going through your body? No, that would be electric shock. Mm. Bodily shock. Your shock, your body going into shock. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, like due to loss of blood and stuff. That's one cause. Yes. Okay. So yes. Have you ever bled out on the battlefield? Bodily I shock. Bled yes. Out on the I have got bodily shock. Mm. And I've also had been electrocuted at least once. Uh, and I think, more. yeah, I mean, there's your mind goes places. Yeah. Y- you have to go into this survival mode mm-hmm. that is, you know, a subconscious aspect of us. Right. That we don't access at will. And yeah. When you're meditating, yeah. suddenly you're accessing a different part of your mind. Right. When you're on a psychedelic, suddenly you're accessing a different part of your mind. There's hyperconnections that exist there. Well, yeah, it's I mean, it's just like lucid dreaming, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a huge part of lucid dreaming is one, just like experiencing a lucid dream, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean like being able to tap into that. There's 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 plenty of people who who who, who like at least claim. I'm going to say they probably do because sure. I mean it's yeah. a thing. Like I've lucid dreamed, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure you can fucking do it on purpose, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's 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 plenty of people who just have 
time and experience in the subject matter and have a start in where they're going. You know what I mean? Meditation yeah. is a really broad sweeping thing that helps. It's like fucking water. You know what I mean? Water for the mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, it, so it's like, it, it could, it could help. I mean, fuck, it helps like day to day bullshit. So yeah, it definitely would help like fucking like try to telepathically communicate with the fucking aliens. You know what I mean? They got, like you're saying, aliens. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, it's not like aliens didn't got day jobs too. You know what I mean? You can't talk to them all the time, but fuck, you know what I mean? Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. I, 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 um, oh, let me ask. What's your thoughts on aliens? What's my thoughts on aliens? Come on, give, give us, what, what do you think of aliens, Jamiroquai? Give us some grounding. (laughs) Um, I think that with the size of the world we know and the size of the galaxy we know, there's a good chance that something else is out there. Mm-hmm. I also would say that, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. no aliens have revealed themselves publicly. Well, yeah. To you. Publicly, privately, alien bitches on my dick all night. Anyway. <laughs> Possibly, it may have been. So is that your left may have been or robots. right hand? Okay, okay. <laughs> this is Al and this is Ian. Oh, that's, that's a weird joke. Never mind. I was that did not that did not. So both hands on your deck. I'm now. gonna. Is that what the joke was? Well, I'll make sure I'm. For our listeners, it was. Yep, it, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hey, I mean, there's just yeah. We can link an infographic in the uh, show notes. Yeah, I, I just I I wish I would have worded that differently, but I mean I, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not. Pictures can't be found on his OnlyFans.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not me though. Um, but I think a lot of times with aliens, um, it's a way to describe something we don't understand in the moment. Yeah, uh, it goes yeah. back to like um, the argument of science versus faith, right? And where Something will happen. Let's say someone is, in a term, healed miraculously. Mm-hmm. And the person who is a believer will chalk it up to, this is faith. I put mm-hmm. it into my God. I put it into the thing I believe in. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm healed. Yeah. The person with science goes, well, there was some reaction that happened that I don't understand. And well, yeah. at some point, maybe I will understand it. But it was a scientific. It was this this function of the body doing this that did it. Yeah. Well, the other side goes that may be true, but I'm going to chalk it up to my faith, mm. and because I don't understand it, but it happened, mm. I'm going to chalk it up to the what I can believe in, mm-hmm. and be like, well, that is a miracle from my God. Mm. And the other side of science goes, it wasn't. It was this, and they go, I'm healed. There is no direct thing we can think of right now. It's a miracle. 30 years down the road, they go, oh, well, we learned this. Does that mean it's not a miracle anymore? It's like, no, it still happened. It doesn't normally happen, Mm -hmm. but it did. So Mm -hmm. why can't I chalk that up to uh, my God intervening on my life? It it, it could also, you know, just to to bring it right back around for a moment, uh, it could also be aliens. There's there's been reports of aliens healing people. That's that's, that's, that's a side note. But... Oh yeah, and personally, my my hot take is that I think people are fools for separating all of these things. Right. That's the other thing is like both of those could be right. Like I mean, yeah. like because I mean, like they already you we already know people who you know have a, 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 a huge amount of faith are generally like 
able to come out of fucking like like they're they're a little bit healthier slash able to come out of shit like that. Like, I mean, but not too much faith to where you're not going to the fucking hospital, you know what I mean? But, like, people of some kind of, like, spirituality or fucking, like, you know, mental state, you know what I mean? Like, people yeah, who meditate they, have, a, have a higher fucking, you know... Right, uh, there's uh, a solidness and awareness of mind. Right. right. And the self and everything around you and bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, it's, so I'm just curious, you, so you said that there's, a, in the world, in the, in the galaxy, in the world that we know of, mm. you said there's a good chance yeah. that... I would, I'd really so, like to hear a percentage, like a good chance like a could be anywhere so from like 10% to 500%. Percent. I read a book called Perspective, mm-hmm. and what it is, is it talks about this group of beings that are all two-dimensional objects. Is this out of 100? Yes. Yes. <laughs> those were not. For, those are numbers. I was just trying to equate the word letters and words into like a numerical value. But no, go on. I'm fucking with you. Go on. And they talk about the people they can see that are dots who don't, or one-dimensional objects who don't understand their world mm-hmm. because a one-dimensional object can't see and feel and do the same thing as a two-dimensional object. Yeah. And they talk about how. Their entire world, they know everything because they can look upon these people who are below them who don't understand their world, but they understand their world and this other world. Mm-hmm. Until one of them runs into a three-dimensional object mm. and doesn't understand how this three-dimensional object works in his two-dimensional world because yeah. this thing doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's going on in our world. That... As time goes on, we grow from this one-dimensional to two-dimensional, the three to four to n-dimensional object, and until we reach another dimension or another full understanding, everything beyond that is so far beyond us, we'll never understand until we get there. And so when you go, oh yeah, well there's... You know, billions of other planets. Actually, we can't even count the number of other planets. There are probably out there. Hmm. With the other number of other solar systems and galaxies and all this stuff going Countless, on. Countless, yeah. That is just so much. And the world's, you know, the known universe is still expanding. Hmm. Infinite. To, to assume it infinitely. What the fuck's out in the expansion? And so the mm-hmm. question, you know, comes back to what is the chance that on a similar planet to ours or on a planet differ from ours... Hmm. Is there another being that we would equate to on the same dimension we are on? Yeah. And the bigger question is, why would we each care about meeting the other? Yeah. And so, yeah. We could come out with our space force. We could start exploring the galaxy. We could start sending people out to Orion's belt. But we don't have the resources or time. I mean, not right now. Let him finish this sentence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But the thing is, we may never get anywhere near where the other people are because they don't want to find us. Yeah. Or we can just go in the wrong direction. Yeah. And a million years from now, supposedly, we're still a race, we're still growing, and we are at the same place where we still see ourselves as the only ones in this galaxy because we have not been able to take that step to understand what is needed for us to meet the next group yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I would say that on a scale of 1 to 100 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a week before the heat death of the earth. Yeah. That is... I think that's a fair answer. I mean, that's basically my answer. It's like, it's impossible for there not to be something else. Yeah. But are we going to ever be on the same dimension? Are yeah. we ever going to be able to hey, grasp that? Hey, that's a whole other question, too. Yeah. yeah, are we ever going to be able to grasp that? Are we ever going to even... Uh, what if what if we are the aliens and somebody else is trying to find us and they're like war hungry warmongers? We're not gonna just like sit here and be like, yeah, come on over. We got yeah. sweet sweet think, resources. Right? Come on out I here. think about that all the time. By the yeah. way, this isn't. What were you saying? Oh, I said, what if in reality only one of us is actually human? The rest of us are all aliens. We just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean like uh, it's it's like er- everything's just one big dude named Greg? Well, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Sure, no. I guess. I'm more going High for mind. the. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm more going for the. You know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You live in your own world. Yes. And you can perceive nothing that we perceive. Yep. Ah, right. Except and so, what how we do tell we you. know that yeah. this isn't the Truman Show, where everything is aliens, but yourself? I've spent I, way too much time thinking about that for us to go off on the tangent right now. But <laughs> yeah, that particular tangent. Yeah. To that point, uh, I knew this guy who experienced reality differently than anyone I've met. Uh, which actually, you know, that's everyone that you meet. Well, yeah, reality that's fair. Differently, but this guy experienced reality vastly different than me, mm-hmm. and was very insistent that he was a part of. The royal family in England. He had all these pictures of everyone. He knew everyone's names. He could tell you all sorts of information about the royal family. Yeah. And was insistent, no matter who he pointed at, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. That's my cousin. And I'm still trying to remember if I believe in reincarnation. I do. That's a joke. Oh, that's fair. Ah, that's a joke. Okay. Uh, But who am I to say that he's not a reincarnated? What if he's Princess Diana? Yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. But what I do know is that he experienced reality this way. And if I were to be like, actually, your name's uh, Agent Robert together every week, like, what are you talking about? That's only going to introduce anguish and angst and and confusion into that person's life when, you know, I don't know that that person's a member of the royal family, but they're sitting there telling me they are. And so, like you're saying... (laughs) If, mm-hmm. if everyone else is an alien and they're like, yeah. hey, we don't know aliens exist, then all I can really do is be like, yeah, I guess we don't. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I haven't spent all day thinking about the right. fact that I'm in the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> all you, our Your possible. comment reminded me of the joke of the five-year-old talking to their grandfather and saying, you know what? When I was your age, I didn't believe in reincarnation either. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> No, I get it. The five-year-old talking to someone who... Oh, I thought she said it was the old man talking to the kid. I was like... That's why I said the five-year-old talking to. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. My implication was that the old man was telling that. I'm like, okay. Okay, so are you an alien? Because that was a good joke. Oh! So I want to know if you're an alien. I I have to go to the bathroom. Aliens don't use the bathroom. Where? Hmm. Well, you're, I, I mean, can't tell I, you're lying. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, that's what humans do. I mean, that's what I Why do. Why is that green thing human. coming out of your ear? 
I, I, that's, that's that human thing. You humans, I mean, us humans, I mean, I'm human. I mean, you're human. Or are you aliens? Hi, what do you think about that, humans? I mean, aliens? I mean, Why are there <laughs> tentacles around my leg? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm a different type of alien. Um, Why are you shape-shifting into Toph? Ooh, I, let's I'm, see some feet, I'm definitely, Let's see some feet. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and walk away from that conversation. I'm ready for, a, I'm ready for a non sequitur. I dated uh, a woman who insisted that when she slept, she astral traveled. Once again, I no, I, I definitely again. believe that. I'm not. I don't know if I believe anyone who says it, but I definitely believe it exists, and that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, there's a fifty-fifty chance if you could convince me, like I will believe yeah. you. But here's, like, here's the point I'm even making, bringing this up. Yeah, is that why does that why does that person have to convince you? That oh, able you don't to have to. Hold on, let me finish my sentence. Come on. How, why is that person now supposed to be able to convince you of something that's impossible? You are not able to experience them astral traveling while they sleep. Right. And if you're not able to experience it firsthand, how are you ever going to believe it? Yeah. Because otherwise it could just be a magic trick, a sleight of hand. Yeah. A rubber ball. Are you yeah. watching closely? Do no. Do you want to see uh, the prestige? Is that the one where he kills his clone? Or yes. himself slash his clones? Yes. Exactly. Man, I just spoiled that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. not, not really. I would really? stop right there before Fair people enough. understand what you're talking about. Fair but enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like, I don't I don't know whether or not she was astral traveling, but I know that she told me, and I know that she there were nights when she would sweat like crazy. Yeah. And I would like wake up, and I'd just be burning up, and she'd just be like sweating, and I'd pull all the blankets off. And she would just like wake up in the morning, and the the, the just sheets drenched. were just drenched, hyperhidrosis. Wow! It just like I don't I can't explain that. Yeah, I believe that with a grain of salt. I'm mm-hmm. like, you, this is what you're telling me is happening. I don't know. I don't have any other explanation. Yeah. So I'm just gonna buy your story that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I do. I, I know a good. I, I know a chunk of astral, uh, astral. I haven't astrally projected or anything. Like I have. I mean, I've, of course, I fucking tried. But like, I haven't. I haven't fully experienced it myself. But I mean, there's been there's been like black budget projects. We gotta talk about black budget shit sometime. Like that's gonna be the next ne- next subject. Um or. Not, I don't know. Anyway, um, you know how many things we said are gonna be the next topic we never bring up. That's, hey, this that's is one how we got to aliens. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, this, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Well, I mean, you I, contributed. And, no, and, and, and to your point yeah. about black budget projects, how do we know that black budget projects aren't? Let's just pretend Men in Black got something right. How, mm-hmm. how do we know black budget projects aren't? Oh. Velcro being introduced by aliens, you know. Oh like yeah. Some, yeah. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true as shit. Or 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 it could be a fucking like a, a um a a cell back kind of thing where it's like you give us technology, we're gonna give you some technology back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna scratch your back so we get more good stuff. You know what I mean? Like microwaves and shit. Yeah. yeah. And I think to Joel's point is I think a major hindrance with. Any of these theories is the assumption that as three-dimensional beings mm-hmm. that we're just going to like randomly hit the jackpot and be on like three of the same 
dimensions as some other beings that exist out there yeah. when they could be in completely different dimensions that we have no understanding of. Right. How do we know they're not in the Earth's core right now because they're gravitational beings? I more don't even know people, if that's a thing. I just made people, it up. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, it's good. And I mean, that's also true. And I can also consider this. There's 12 planes. I think there's 12 dimensions. Uh, I think there's 12 dimensions or 100 I don't know. There's a lot of different dimensions. So you take each one of those dimensions and you uh, multiply it by the one existence that we do know of. The potential's there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, like, like, like. There's way too many. I mean, there's way too much of a chance for us to be uh, like there. There being other species, but us being nowhere near them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like that might. might we can miss each other. We can be ships passing in the night. We can yeah. both be searching for one of them. And we could be in a galactic war at the same time. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So, any last any last thoughts on aliens? Jamiroquai? I do enjoy how you pronounce it differently every single time. Jamork. I have I have a question. Closing yeah. thoughts. Have you ever experienced something paranormal as yes. described before as outside of the realm of normalcy? You've already yeah. said you've experienced shock. There, there, there there's moments, uh random moments. They're they're pretty far and uh wide in between where like I I feel like I'm being watched and then I feel covered in like shadows and i know aliens are watching me like the first thing like it's not even just like oh i think aliens it's like aliens you know what i mean like the first thing mm-hmm. comes to my mind is but fucking aliens i know i've been i've known the feeling of being watched i don't think aliens you know what i mean i feel this hot heat fucking like eyes burning in my entire fucking body and i'm like aliens you can feel which we're gonna leave with the final thought of this is do you want there to be aliens and is your brain telling you there's aliens when there's nothing there at all? Oh, you were, talk, were talking about in that general... Well, in that specific situation, I don't know. It doesn't happen very... I don't, because, I mean, that was terrifying. Like, it's a terrifying... Is it especially as a want? kid, it's a terrifying fucking feeling. Like, I, 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 I don't know. It could have been shadow people, for all I fucking know. Although I did see shadows, and they were... I don't know. But, yeah. It was... Mm. It's... It's... Yeah. I think I've had that, but I've never equated it to a ghost or anything. I've just equated it to something I don't understand. You yeah. fucking normie. I'm just kidding. I have enough of an At imagination. Least... I don't need to let it run wild on actual things. Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's so you have experienced paranormal activities before? think so. Like deja vu to me is paranormal activity. Yeah. How does that... How does that work? Yeah. How did I know this was going to happen? I mean, I mean, the equation of doing something repetitively over and over again and coming like to fruition. It's like, but why that particular note in that particular time? You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing special about me driving in the car thinking, oh, I've, I, I've seen this before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing of note in that particular instance. Mm-hmm. So why is it just this? Is it just dislodging of a fucking com- mm-hmm. congested mind? Who knows? Yeah. What about you? Well, I think, you know, I think to Joel's point earlier, I think that taxonomy gets in our way because we want to, you know, like you said, like you feel this presence Mm. and you're like aliens and it could be shadow people. Right. We don't have the language for it, but that's why I I make this this kind of firm distinction on paranormal being outside normalcy. Right. And yeah, hell yeah. I've I've experienced a lot of paranormal activities uh, anywhere from deja vu to... Uh, seeing things, seeing and being able to correlate things and ideas at a rate at which uh, can't be explained. Yeah. You know, like a uh, 
like a, a uh, freezing in time where brain blast brain sure that yeah. sounds right i don't know i've never heard that but... jimmy neutron reference right. yeah brain blast is just like i've experienced things where it's just like whoa i just experienced like three hours in a matter of moments moments yeah. and it's yeah. you know and then the opposite you know i've experienced five to eight hours go by in what feels like five minutes yeah but then in reflecting on that five to eight hours it was just decades long yeah and i yeah. feel like um i feel like yeah yeah absolutely paranormal activities and you know yeah. is it aliens that's what that's what well see that's what my language allows me to call it right so that's, right. that's what and, I will call it. And, and when 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 I I I because I mean, like I, I've experienced other paranormal stuff, you know. What I mean, like mm -hmm. a bunch of. I mean, I see shadows out of the corner of my fucking eye, you know, fucking all all, all kinds of fucking shit all the goddamn time. And that the only reason I say like it, it's not it's not me thinking oh this is aliens. It's like the fucking just aliens just kind of, it's just like fucking blows up in my goddamn mind. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's just like bam aliens. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing else I've experienced happens quite like that. But yeah, like I said, you know, lucid. I've been, like I said, I've, been, I've lucid during before, which was fucking wild. Mm -hmm. And then I've, you know, I've, I've, I, I am under the impression that I've talked about fucking spiritual beings and fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So, alien ghosts, real or not? Yeah, real. Yeah, I'm gonna say real. What do you think? Could be. You fucking narc, I swear to fucking God. Told <laughs> <laughs> me not to tell you. I mean Jamericoi, you fucking narc. I swear to fucking God. No And that has been our sponsor. <laughs> yes, our delightful sponsors of Silent Air. Well that was that was why I went silent. It was because it was Yeah. Yeah. Different yeah. than silencers. Well, I don't know how comfortable uh, comfortable I'd be to be uh, uh, sponsored by silencers, but um, those who silence others. Okay, fair enough. Mm. That's a bad joke. It was. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah. left. Fair enough. And again, you'd probably laugh at a thumbtack. So. Hey. I mean, it depends. Thumbtacks are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're quirky and perky and put giant googly eyes on them. Things yeah, stick okay. them into things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It depends on the context. If someone sat on the thumbtack, then I would be feel I'd feel really bad, but also laugh. <laughs> I wouldn't do that on purpose, but if they did it in an accident. But if someone stepped on the thumbtack, that'd be less funny because that sucks. I'd still probably laugh though. Very anyway. fair. Very fair. <laughs> so, so what? Well, I kind of want to go down the road we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. but this time approach it from a different perspective. Because I really want to talk about the Brothers Grimm. Oh, old school but, horror. But more I want to talk about in the context is why can't we tell those stories? Or why do we strive so hard Not to, to have every one of them end with a happy ending? Yeah, more Disney for one. Well, but yeah. you know, it's not just Disney. Yeah. They're kind of well, the progenitors of it. Well, yeah. true. I mean, yes. But it's been happening slightly before Disney. It's been happening since Disney. So yeah. mm -hmm. why is yeah. it that like every story we tell has to have that happy ending? Oh, because you want to make you feel good inside. It's like a I drug. Think, it keeps you coming back. That's an interesting perspective also uh, to your point that I think, I hope, 
that uh, the Brothers Grimm were linguists, and a large part of their stories was uh, to explore language and yeah. to explore like the use of language. Um, they are actually very well known in the linguistics community, especially Jacob Ludwig. Um, anyways, to the point, I think that they... I think that they were able to tell those stories because of that perspective and not as much of a, like, um, people love to hear stories that make them feel good because then we've experienced these emotions and we get this, like, happy ending sort of release from it mm. uh, instead of blue balls. And yeah. Whereas the Brothers Grimm were just kind of like, don't care if you get off or not. Yeah. Like, this is the point of the this story. This is, is life language, language. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think I think we've come to this point where we just really, really crave that satisfaction above we're like, all storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're I mean, in, in, yeah. in one way or another, we, we love getting that happy feeling. I mean, shit, people love getting that, that, that spooky feeling from, from horror shit and whatnot. But, I mean... Technically, you can see those... the ending to be fulfilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, like, if you read the Brothers Grimm, those are fulfilling endings. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, I mean, you can also consider from the other side of things, like, you know, like, when Jason murders everyone in the entire movie, technically, he's got a happy ending, right? Like, you, you know, go. he's still, but, there like, you, you know... Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of to the point I'm making, which yeah. is that none of those movies are considered good. They're yeah. All Bad movies, like the the evil person won. Oh right, right. Bad ending. You got yeah. the bad ending in the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's more of a, not like they're bad in the like context poor, of yeah. no, you know not, not done me. well. Yeah, no, right. um, it's the entire thing of when the villain wins. Yeah, that's considered it's considered a bad movie. It's yeah. considered not something that anybody wants. I mean, yeah. go through most of everything that's popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the big hits. It's the entire thing of Harry Potter, Harry Twilight, Potter, um, Twilight, Fifty Shades uh, of Grey. I guess, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, not, everyone wins. I've not read that. Whatever. Several happy endings. <laughs> Each one you could say has its own happy. Never mind. Never mind. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like you know, Maze Runner, Divergent. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, even into other movies like The Traveler. It's the entire thing of. They get their happy ending. Yeah. And if it doesn't, the movie keeps going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, until you get that happy ending. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, look at anime or, like, fucking yeah. uh, video games, you know what I mean? There's very few. Bloodborne is probably one of the ones that have, like, the more, like, nothing, no one ever has gets a happy ending. Or, or like, Demon Souls and shit like that, you know? Like, but, like, other than that, but those are niches. Those are, like, little little uh, uh, points in culture that aren't, like, mainstream, you know what I mean? Yeah, and also it has to do with largely how the story's set up in the beginning. Yeah. Where, you know, whatever story, uh, Harry Potter, mm. we get an idea at the beginning, we get these, like, subtle hints and promises that, like, he's going to overcome something. Yeah. Um, you know, very early on we get these, and so when we have, like, uh, uh, what's the one you said, Jason? Where mm-hmm. like Jason kills everybody? Yeah. Did we get that promise early on? Yeah. Did we get to know? Got everything Did we get to identify for? with Jason? Like, hey, this is his goal. Yeah. And actually, we need to be rooting for him. <laughs> right? This yeah. is the good guy. Yeah. All these teenagers suck. I think it comes down to like when things are written. There's a bunch of things that come out that are in the book form or in mm-hmm. some form are the villain wins 
Mm-hmm. But as soon as we move it from like the niche to mm-hmm. the mass audience, yeah. or as soon as we move it from the adult to more of like the teenagers, yeah. we have to flip the happy ending. We yeah, have to yeah. make sure it's kids can't there. can't can't you know uh, be okay with a sad ending. You know what I mean? Right. They have to have some kind of. I mean, they can they can see sad shit, but they can't. You like, know, it can't you know, just be sad. Even when you have like Bambi, yeah, Bambi's depressing as fuck, but he's still kind of. I mean, I guess he's still distant he from his father. Married in the end, yeah. Mm-hmm. He learns with all of his friends. Yeah, like yeah, his his dad dies, but his mom dies. Yeah. His uh, dad yeah, is same just thing with. Distant. Um, uh, he's the, dead inside. The fox, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the fox and the hound. Oh God, man! I hate that fucking movie. It's I, just do weird. you actually want to hear the, how it really went? I mean, nothing. The movie's, the movie's like awkward and sad, but in the end, the fox and the hound are best friends. And no, no, no! I'm pretty sure the fox or the dog spares the fox's life, and they both just kind of live without each other, I guess, because racism. Well, not really. Well, it's more classism. So, so yeah. in the original Speciesism. thing... Speciesism, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's like, in the original thing, the dog kills the fox. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh and, the original ending. Oh, and... Uh-huh. Got there yet. Um, the guy gets too old to take care of the dog, so he just kills his dog. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a really that's a really happy ending. That's yeah. a really that's a Disney esque ending. I can Could see. You imagine what the world would be like if cinema portrayed real life instead of an idealization of it. Uh, we would probably be <laughs> less <mean>, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Just in general, you know. I right. think it would give us. You know, it's the entire thing they say of um, the best places um, when it comes like for someone to work for customer service is a place where they have a mirror behind them because the people see what they look like when they're getting angry. Mm. And they're less wow. likely to do actions because they can see themselves, wow. and it's, it brings embarrassment. Yeah, wow. It's a, it's a fact. So if the entire that. thing of you saw on the wall every single day was your actions, you'd be more embarrassed about them. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's a comedian who has one of the jokes that's basically like, you know, talking about spousal abuse. It's like, well, why would you beat your own wife? It's like taking and going keen your own car. Yeah. It's your wife. Mm. There's more to the joke than that, but yeah. that's, that's well, the see, entire premise. Is this is really better put? But yeah, this is really life isn't really similar to property. Well, no, but no, no, I but, get but, the point. Right. Thing the point he's trying to make is this is something that you chose to oh. do uh-huh. because I mean, unless it's a weird place, you normally both agree that you're going to do this together. Mm. Why would you then destroy something you've chosen to have? Mm. And right. it doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, Especially the other thing also chose you. Yeah. yeah. World, world things and, um, I didn't hear any of that. Oh, I said especially the other thing chose you. Like, like, yeah, oh, right. like, so I can, like, um, so like a mutual choosing. Right, right. Yeah. Mute, yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, if you take a bunch of these things of where, what if we're realistic and, you know, uh, the hero or the protagonist doesn't win? Mm-hmm. You know, he gets that final shot and guess what? He misses it. Mm hmm. Okay. Or both lose. I think that's that's also an interesting take because no one, it's like a no happy ending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the entire, you know, there's a lot of those where instead of the final fight happening, somebody gets there, the other person runs out of gas along the way. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and kills so themselves and their entire so family. you're like, okay, I guess the fight's not going to happen because I'm not going to sit around here for 45 more minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And the fight oh, never yeah. happens. Like, yeah. where are those type of endings? Where yeah. are the entire thing of, you know... No, it's you get angry, you know, your boss is a, is a jackass to you, mm. but in the end, you still get fired and you don't get to actually have revenge on them because yeah. 
you know, the revenge is kind of illegal and it, you know, will put you yeah, behind right. bars. Right. Right. Um, or it's those type of things where we always want to idealize the world we want, not the world we have. Yeah. And just like, you know, I'll um, take Ready Player One for an example. <laughs> well, the, it's got a, the guy yeah. just put out a book called Ready Player Two. Yeah. Um, haven't read it, but the entire idea of we stay in the oasis because our actual world is so terrible. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And then, and then he, instead of like, you know, putting out mandates to like help fix the world, he like, I mean, he, he may have, but one of the things that he says is, oh, now we only play the, uh, we take like two days a week off the oasis. I made it, I made it so that you had, you can't play, uh, oasis on these specific days. I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of, um, what is it? Fascist? Well, I mean, I mean, it's understandable. Like, I guess, I guess it's kind of like, and but like, the, instead of what like, ethical quandary of right. I'm doing this for this reason, but it doesn't come that way. Yeah, you know, it, it, it seems it seems people just, don't take it the same way. I right. mean, I'm asking people to wear masks, but they think it has to do with me stealing their rights. And uh-huh. you know, there's that argument between which one's actually right, which one's wrong. And well, I mean, that's different. Well, okay, I guess it's not that. <laughs> But that's that's I I think that's hard. I like I think my point is my, my point is instead of like fixing his piece of shit fucking town that he grew up in that like can be knocked over with a stiff breeze like he's says like yeah we can't really like play video games on like these specific days it's like yeah. I mean I don't know like it's but I mean I can I can also see as the owner of the service called the Oasis I think he has a right to dictate when people do and do not use his service whereas yeah. masks are a personal choice that's like saying you have to log into the oasis today that's not cool right <laughs> that's yeah the other side of that yeah like, that's that's fair we fair. can't dictate that but yeah Man. so like why aren't we willing to be fair with people why aren't we willing to show truly the people we are oh why do we hide that from them i mean if you go back into like i understand the brothers grim they go really far over the top where people wouldn't do. I mean, going back to Hansel and Gretel, you know, in the end, the witch gets to eat them. Mm-hmm. They both get baked in the oven. They don't survive. And it's, you know, the, the purpose of that is, you know, follow what your parents tell you and don't go, you know, off to strangers' houses because they promise candy. Yeah, right. Uh, and you take all of them have a moral with them. But now we take that moral and instead the kids trick the witch. Yeah, because who cares if you listen to your parents or the, you know people that are in charge? You can figure a way out of that situation because you're clever, mm. and they don't understand how clever you actually are, mm. and that's why they're restricting you. Mm-hmm. Well, that that, that, that comes you to know? the question of oppression versus inspiration. Because when, when I was when I was um, in I think it was like eighth grade English or whatever, and uh, one of my teachers was talking about how. Uh, they used to teach the Bible, or they used to go how they used to talk in church. Uh, one of the earliest, um, I forgot exactly who it was, but it was this like really old guy who like could barely see the book, so he'd like lean really close, and the entire time he's like, like fucking threatening everyone in the entire church. If you do not do this, you will go to hell. If you do are, are not obeying the laws of God, then you are going to be uh, going to go to hell. Brimstone preachers. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the fire, yeah, straight up fire and brimstone. And then like, I mean, I've gone to a church you know, plenty of fucking times, especially growing up around my grandparents. 
and everything is God will be with you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he will lift your spirits up. He will bring you to peace. You will find happiness. The devil's still there, but God's got your fucking back. You know what I mean? Where God barely thought of, uh, barely thought of you as like a, a, a tissue. You know what I mean? And maybe you'll go in the, you know, like. It depends about perspective. On well, that's, no, that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, where did it come from to be like threatening you to do the right thing, to inspiring you to do the right thing? Ultimately. Versus New Testament, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like it's somewhere it's that that at the end of the Old Testament, start of the New Testament. Jesus hired a PR firm. <laughs> I mean, it could be like people just were became more empathetic instead of saying like. I mean, that that could be when society started to grow further together because they started to realize, oh, hey, good things happen when we do good for other fucking people. So they started inspiring that instead of threatening people with eternal prison. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's also the purpose of each testament is different. Right. The New Testament talks about. God sending the lamb being his son to pay for everything. I'm talking about in general, not specifically. Well, but yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry. Like that's what you have there. And, yeah. and that's the change was there. And so right. you could our society the same thing is, well, what point was this change where it went from we're going to tell you and we're going to have these stories of darkness where because you did something, you have these consequences yeah. to... We're going to kind of ignore the consequences, and we want things to end happily. I mean, you know, we take the um, Notre Dame. Hunchback. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. And how like, that, one, that one ends with, like, him being accepted by everyone yeah. in the Disney version. Uh, Esmeralda marrying the guy. Yeah. and Not the ugly guy. guy. No, marrying um the the France, uh, the which I the leader I, of the yeah. uh, of the armed guards um yeah he was like yeah. um there versus if you you know read the real one is or read Pretty, the original yeah, he, version uh Esmeralda dies and Quasimodo lays by her body until he dies of starvation bummer well that's yeah well and I mean he's never accepted by anyone yeah. Well, that's like the, that's kind of the thing. There's also a question of how much we respect the, respect anything. Like that isn't, that isn't the status quo. You know what I mean? Like, because I mean, in the old days, if you were any kind of different, you're usually murdered. You know what I mean? And that's usually what happens to all these people. People who want to do different than what is the standard quo usually are fucking Banished for it, or like, you know, fucking tortured. The Little Mermaid. She wanted. She didn't want to be a mermaid. She wanted to be a real, uh, real human, uh, real human person. She's tortured and like fucking has her soul, a soul like it has to fight back for her soul or some, or some shit like that. I'm pretty sure she dies at the end. Like she yep. tried to do something completely different and was completely shit on, uh, shit on for it. Where now, different is good. You know what I mean? Like you know that unique perspective is much more considered. I mean, we still have those old, uh, if you're different, we kind of don't like you vibes, you know what I mean? But, like, there is still, we have, we're much more understanding of each other's, like, personal struggles and, like, en masse, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think that's also part of it. Because, I mean, that, that was the story, that was the thing in Frankenstein. Like, he was just so d- different and, and, and gross that he, he fucking, uh, he was uh, uh, fucking, uh, you know, shunned for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Huh? It's also a, a thing of the times, too, when the, when the Brothers Grimm... Uh, wrote these books who had access to books other than the top tier yeah. 
uh, well-read, intellectuals yep, that's a good point. who yeah. are able to look at this, view it as a journey, mm-hmm. and experience the journey, whereas now people don't have... The general population doesn't have um, enough of a education in the arts, let's just say. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it, but yeah. experience in the arts. Now, not as motivated to do, uh, yeah, do like, artistic things. Yeah. They don't They don't have this understanding that like a, a sad ending is also powerful. Beautiful. It, it, very beautiful powerful. In right. its own way. And in fact, they'll just walk away from it. You know, some people could walk away from it going, fuck, that was sad as hell. Why did I just watch that? And then then all they do is put that emotion that they feel from the power, from the beauty of the storytelling, they just put it on to whoever was showing the movie, whoever made the movie, whoever was in the movie. You know, um, it's there's definitely been a societal shift due to access to information. Yeah. You know, because back when Mary Shelley first wrote this, how many people were out reading? Yeah. How many people? A decent number. Decent doesn't mean the populations that are able to see television and movies, though. We're talking drastically different figures as far as and education. I mean, like some people wouldn't even been able to fucking grasp a bunch of the concepts just because they didn't fully understand like the fucking what you call it, the ideas of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there's yeah. You know, so like, and then you also have the question that comes up, which is how much do you respect the original author's view? Versus the modern retelling, and where does yeah. that cross the line of mm-hmm. perverting the message versus trying to Preserve retell it. it in a new way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because a lot of different movies and or books, you can line up going, oh, well, it's this plot is there. You know, you have the hero's journey, but it's told in these different yeah. ways that focus mm-hmm. on these different parts of the hero's journey. Hero's journey, the heist... Like, there's all these stereotypes, these archetypes, I mean, yeah. of storytelling, for to sure. To the point where you can almost tell the Your standard rom-com, like, few, like yeah. romantic comedy. We know that it's going to go through these six steps, mm-hmm. and but the different things is, hate who are the first. people, yeah. how do they meet, what is the thing that brings them together, yeah. what is it that drives them apart, and what is the lasting thing in the end that really brings them back together, mm-hmm. and yeah. where can we insert the jokes? And I, and I think the biggest thing in modern storytelling, I think, to our point, is is when we are creating this movie for all these people, when we're making this rom-com, we want as many people to see right. it as possible, which right. means that these characters need to be accessible, and I, you know, whoever's watching needs to be like, I could see me doing this. Right. I could see me doing that. Or, I know somebody who's like this. Yeah. And so they make that appeal to... The people who are going to be moviegoers, because right. I mean, how many people want a sad ending in their lives? You know what I mean? How many? I mean, you know, like okay, <laughs> yeah. And you will see. I it want out a realistic right not, ending. Yeah. I want, well, no, that's the thing. Well, that's what makes you know right. I don't like the completely happy. I don't like the completely sad. Yeah. I like the realistic in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the movies that aren't afraid to kill off the main character in a satisfying way. Yeah. I have a question. Did you ever see, for example, 500 Days of Summer? I have not. It probably should. It, yeah, it's not It's not happy, not sad. It's just like life happened to some people, yeah. basically. Yeah. And the it's entire just thing like a all, You know, you have this yeah. thing happen, and then they do a scene, and then the next scene comes up is the credits, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's where they're ending it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna back up five minutes and just rewatch this part. Where does it? So just leaving off where anything could happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that like when everything is said, there has to be a balance to everything. Mm-hmm. And what makes the great you know stories of Rocky and this entire thing of fighting the underdog is you have to have the other side where the underdog loses. Yeah. You have to have the thing where the where you know, they put out everything they possibly can. They do everything right, but in the end, they lose. Well, just like, that's like the the alternate ending to uh, Dodgeball or, or whatever, where like the ending that they really wanted, uh, you know, was like you they lose the tournament because they're a bunch of, and they're going against a bunch of fucking Olympic dodgeball players and shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? But instead, they do this really corny, cheesy ass ending. Everyone gets a million dollars. Everyone's happy. You know what I mean? But that's not real life. You know what I mean? Like you go, you have a ragtag team of goofballs who try to go to uh, to fucking like fucking competitive. You know what would have been level. awesome is they win. They have like the chest open. They do the entire thing, hmm. and the next thing they have is Peter Lafleur waking up. And someone be like, "Kid, today's the moment <laughs> yeah. the end of the dodgeball tournament." Yeah. So he has this in his mind of like, oh, "We're doing the championship now." And right. they walk out, and in like five seconds, they all get knocked out. Yeah, that would have been amazing. And yeah. it's, it's the entire yeah. thing of like, "Oh, you wait, can what? stop yeah. it there if you want to, yeah. or you can watch the rest of the movie for how it really ends." And oh. a lot of times with the with the brothers Grimm, they have a moment of high. Mm-hmm. They have this one moment right before the shit hits the fan, everything goes bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. where. You think you figured a way to cheat death. You think you figured a way mm-hmm. to, you know, be happy. Um, yeah. And overcome un- unsurmountable odds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but yeah. you can't. Yeah. I think that would mirror too, too much. I think that would mirror real life where, like, you know, this. I'm sure you've heard it like, hey, how you doing today? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like life happens, yeah. right? And, like, yeah. life is shitty sometimes. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to win the dodgeball tournament against some Olympic athletes. Right. Um, with, like, a ragtag group that's, yeah. like, throwing wrenches at each other. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't mirror reality, but people, that's what they're paying for is right. to escape reality. Right. Um, and so, you know, like you, Joel. I mean, mom. Uh, <laughs> like some people mom really too. enjoy this roller coaster. Some yeah. people want to hear about the monster Frankenstein, who yeah. are who is just like terrifying and lives in yeah. terrifying existence. And yeah, and we appreciate that sort of escape from reality because we're at peace with yeah. reality, or at least well, I yeah. think a little more at peace than desiring to escape yeah. anyway, you know? And I mean, that's that's a good... That's I'm not at peace. Right. I'm trying, though. Right, we're all trying to... We're not gonna fucking... There's not gonna be a point to where we find, like, full enlightenment and then that's, like, the rest of the... Uh, the, the, the the Our lives, we're just on a roller coaster of happiness. Not a roller coaster, a straight coaster. Right. A train of happiness, you know what I mean? Just straight up nothing but happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah, there's never gonna be that point. It's always gonna be a struggle. It's always gonna be... You're, you're always gonna be um, trying doing doing different stuff, and that's, I mean that's that's, and I mean that concept is is definitely like I mean lo, like uh, like those, those horror books. I mean fucking Dracula is probably the only one that has like a a a a a, de- a, pr- a pretty happy ending. I mean Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. 
Everyone comes out miserable. Frankenstein. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft novels. No one's ever happy oh, in an H.P. Everyone's HP. happy. Have you no ever one. <laughs> the fucking ancient terrors of the deep depth of space. Happy. Right. They're like everything's miserable. I'm gonna make everything miserable too. You know what I mean? Like no one's fucking happy in the H.P. Lovecraft book. Everyone goes insane. Just fucking ends up jumping off a fucking cliff or some shit. You know what I mean? But I mean, there's no one. There's there's very few. If anyone who actually still does like you know that that. That's gonna happen. I mean, you can take, um, you can maybe take uh, what's his, uh, uh, what's his name? Tor- not Torino. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Tar- yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino movies, like, I mean, are are similar in that aspect where everything kind of just like comes out in the middle. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, you find someone Lucius who finds God and some shit and gets out of the hitman life. But I mean, then he ends up being on the hateful eight and just like, right? Fuck, man. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely, but that's still a niche kind of thing. Even though he's a well-known director, even though he makes really like classically fucking good movies, that's still a niche uh, genre. That's still a niche idea. You know what I mean? People just love that happy ending. You know? That's true. It's true. Yeah. I think, I think I, I, I'd like to point out, you know, to this to this thread, mm. simply that. Uh, let's just throw me throw me out a number. How much is it to go watch a movie? <laughs> 30 fucking well okay, let's say 30 I like it 30, yeah, that's, 30, what, that's what I would go to after that's getting the combo movie drink. yeah yeah. so I just paid $30 I had a shitty day roll roll with me in this imagination tra- uh, station alright yeah. I had a <laughs> shitty day yeah I, I've got all these loud kids yeah we just got done at uh, uh, Pizza Hut or uh, what's the pizza? Chuck, oh, Chuck E. Cheese yeah Chuck <laughs> I just want to escape reality for a second. I just want to watch something, feel some emotions that are different from the dread of everyday life. I can go and pay $30 for a cheap vacation. Yeah. That's not really that different from... There's a slippery slope from that... And I want to let me have a couple shots when I get home or a beer when I get home. Right. There's that's a cheap vacation. You're, yeah. you're doing something that's helping you to have a little bit of this release and escape from reality. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like that. It's you very much. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can't condemn people who want, you know, want their happy endings in movies, but. To strive only for that happy ending, I think that's me. yeah, that's yeah. that's just not that's not healthy. I don't think not being able to explore the full spectrum of emotions is 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 healthy. You know, what I mean, you gotta you gotta respect the pain and suffering that everyone fucking goes through in their own fucking way. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to share that is also a really fucking remarkable gift and talent. And people yeah. should fucking express it. You know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It takes uh, it takes a little bit of humility. Joel said this earlier. Where, yeah. Like the Frankenstein's monsters. You know, I am the most miserable. You said something about right. that. It's like it's other like, people kind of have it bad too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, other people have it bad too. Right. And I know that it feels like I'm the most miserable when I'm feeling the most right. miserable. But like, if I have a little bit of humility and go like, okay, yeah. a lot of people experience these sorts of things. There's a certain amount of pride that has to be swallowed, and it's just easier to not swallow my pride yeah. and watch uh, Hansel and Gretel push the witch in and and got your ass, you know, like <laughs> got gotcha, you. That's right, because I'm that clever too. Right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah. It goes back to very rarely do they show the person you've been following the entire time not win. Yeah, whether or not skill are there, there's a few that do it 
And those are the ones that kind of live by the mantra of, you know, it's possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is not a weakness. It is life. Yeah. Nobody wants to yeah. see that. I want to know that if I keep persevering, I'm definitely going to win. Right. right Whatever right. win means to me. Yeah. And then you know, the entire thing is, how often do you win in real life? Every day I wake up. There's <laughs> another win. There's another marker okay. on the chalkboard. <laughs> right. Let, let's increase our expectations on winning. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea, host. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, I'll leave my expectations you know, where they're at. <laughs> right. I had two meals today. Yeah. I win. It's a good, yeah, but it's, it's a good day. Of how often in life do you compromise yeah. because you see that there's more value in others winning mm-hmm. or you joining them in winning? Yeah. And oh, how much do you put others on a pedestal instead of like? Well, it's not putting them on a pedestal. Yeah, it's yeah. more of um, how often do you look at things and go, "I can choose to do this mm. because even though it's worse for me, it's better for more people in the long run." Yeah, I don't know, man. That's mm. there's a there's a slippery slope there where it becomes self harm where you're people pleasing. Yeah. Well, yes, so. I think what it comes down to is um, there's the there's a game, mm-hmm. and the entire thing is you're given two symbols. We'll say one of them is a circle, one of them is a square. Okay. And the thing is, okay, so if everybody puts up a square, mm. everybody gets a hundred dollars. Okay, but if you put up a circle, mm. and everyone else puts up a square, you get three hundred dollars, mm. and we each lose three hundred dollars. Well, that's just bad. If that's... you put up a circle, if we all put up circles, everyone loses um, $100. But if you put up a circle, one other person puts up a circle, and the last person puts up a square, each of you gets 150 and the person loses 300 hmm. So the question is, what are you going to put up, a, what symbol are you going to use? I mean, square makes the most sense overall, like... It does, if but, you value money. If you value not losing $100, like, I mean... Well, no, see, the like, thing is... The, the, the purpose of the game is to show that we're all together. Mm-hmm. And if we each put up our square, we each get $100. We've added 300 to the thing. If we each put up a circle, through it, we've either gone zero or we've lost mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. And we've taken something out of our entire group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we start with so much to begin with that that shouldn't matter to you. Reach at, you know, yeah. 20,000. And it's like, okay, well, sure, I lost 300. But in the end, the the game, the group that wins the game, is the the group that plays together that ends up with the most money. Trying right. to get the more perspective on. So then you're valuing your group instead of the money. So yeah. So when I go back to the same of like everyone getting slightly better or there, it's not I'm trying to self harm myself in that mm-hmm. way. Sometimes it can, and that's a very, that's a thing you never want to do. Right. right. But it's the entire thing of realizing that well I could do this and walk away with you know three hundred points. Or I could do this and everyone walks away with 100. Mm-hmm. I don't gain as much. I'm giving up stuff to do this. Sure. But the entire group is growing. Mm-hmm. And so that's more of the perspective I, I was trying to say. I that, see. That, yeah. You're not giving up stuff. I just want to know. You're just opting out of winning Winning more. is, yeah, winning more. Yeah. But you're still in the context of, I have to give up the 200. Mm-hmm. To only take a hundred to give it to other. I mean, people. that's not really giving up. You're, yeah, you're valuing teammates. your teammates at that right. point. But at the same point in time, they have to as well. Because yeah. if I only put up the thing to to help everyone, yeah. and they see that they may just keep on pushing 
for themselves. I would, I would rather know that early on in the game than not. Mm. Well, so, the purpose I, of it is you're not supposed to realize that. Realize what? What the purpose of the game is. Because you focus on yourself. Mm. Yeah. I because think it's, it's about who has the most at the end. They don't tell you who they're looking at. You view it in the context of yourself. Going, okay. well, if I have the most at the end, I win. I, I think, and then you get the starting realization that who has the most was talking about the groups you were in, I not see. the individual. I see. Yeah, I mean, I feel that, but like, I'm not. I really don't want to subvert like your entire theory here. But like, to me, that to me, that's not a a, a win by just like having the most points by like outsmarting the people in my group. It's the process of figuring out how to play the game that I really like about games. Yeah. You know, I could go to the I could go to the casino and play blackjack and. And win some money. I'm not excited about the money. I'm excited about like the skill at the table yeah. and how I was able to negotiate and navigate and mm-hmm. um, and I guess I guess what I'm getting at there is like sure like you know they they might present it to me as whoever has the most wins, but you know it just depends on what you're valuing. I guess is kind of where where I'm going with that. Yeah. And, and I feel totally like agree. a lot's the same. A lot's the same with. You know, the storytelling that we're talking about, you know, running it back full circle. It's like, I value the entirety of the experience, not this happy ending, not this, like, finish that's super satisfying. It's mm-hmm. uh, definitely something that has come with age, though. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted Bilbo to kill Smaug himself. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted that, you know. Yeah. But now I'm like, hey, that was kind of cool that the crow helped tell that late guy. Yeah. And then this happened, you know, I, I appreciated the full spectrum of it more. Yeah. I can't hold other people to that same expectation, though. Yeah. And we shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. got their own. But it's worth at least pointing out that we are a society that is moving more to the instant gratification the happiness at all costs mm-hmm. and trying to move further and further from reality. And so mm-hmm. when reality does happen, it's mm-hmm. a shock to our system, yeah. even though it is what is the normal. Yeah. 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 And I think that, I think that's a big statement on, um, you know, on society, but also there's people in power making those decisions like the producers and directors and the people who, financially back these ventures um they all have say yeah Yeah. and then the people going and supporting with their money also have say so like if i see some movie that doesn't speak to me Mm -hmm. or is even like counter to my values then if i go see that then i'm voting to continue that machine i'm helping to contribute to that momentum of that machine yeah so I mean I I vote with I vote with my interests in that way as well like you know with my dollar. Yeah, and that's what you need to do in like a capitalist society too. Yes, yeah. I mean that's that's what they say. It's like yeah, you can put it put out your votes, but your money, money talks. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you stop if you stop paying other uh, paying for a certain thing, then it's gonna fall off by the wayside. Yeah. So societal norms, yeah or nay? They're norms. Yeah, fair enough. 
We can never America. escape the prison of normality. Well, they're consistently changing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's also true. I mean, especially when it's uh, when they're when people become more self reflective, when people actually are willing to look at themselves in a mirror and like you know, willing to see themselves, their true selves on the big screen, then we'll change even more. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Anywho, we're gonna be right back after this other moment of silence for Wait, our who, other sponsor, sponsors. Who's who's our other sponsor? Uh, BigBootyBitches.com. The Triple B. Was that offensive? That was probably offensive to someone. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've been to BigBootyBitches.com, and that's the best the best place to find breeders for dogs. So. <laughs> I don't think it's offensive to anybody. You're just Fair enough. Plug for yeah, something well, you believe in. Well, I hope you appreciate our sponsorship, BigBootyBitches.com. Please remember... Big booty bitches or no bitches at all. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I thought it was .org. 